For most of my life, I've had a hard time being still. <laughs> Whether at my desk in the second grade or at my desk now in the church office. <laughs> You've all gotten to know me by now. You know that I'm not always the cool, calm, and collected type. That often I am the hyper, motor mouth, distracted type. It's often easy to see outwardly uh, that I'm wound pretty tight. Thank you. But even inwardly, even inwardly, uh, there are many times I have a hard time being still. And while many of you here today might not exhibit some of those outward, external signs of hyperactivity, I think most of us here, actually I think all of us here, have a hard time being still and at peace on the inside. Everyone has a certain level of stress and anxiety and fear that we feel in our inner world. And we struggle in ways that no one else sees. That's why when someone chooses to end their own life or perpetrates a mass shooting that we often hear I never would have thought. I didn't see the signs. I know these are extreme examples, but there's a reality to this. That there's struggles that we all face And though it can seem like we are strong on the outside, we can get pretty good at that. Like we have it all together. The truth is, we want to be about truth in the church. The truth is that we are often very weak and unstable when we face the pressures and the turbulence of life. So how do we often respond? Psychology calls them coping mechanisms. Things that we use to help us get through or that can help us to feel better within the situation. There are two coping mechanisms that you 
no doubt have heard of, that we exhibit very quickly at the signs of stress or crisis. The physiological response is called fight or flight. In my opinion, beyond being an inward response, the pressure of the world around us seems to be influencing us the same direction of fight or flight. The world's message is you need to assert yourself and fight. Or you need to save your own skin and flee. Those are the messages we get in the world. And hear this. While these messages might be the tenets of evolutionary theory, we see a different message in the Bible. A different message from fight or run. Again, counter to what's being taught all around from an evolutionary standpoint, that, that we are biological accidents, they say. That we've evolved from monkeys. But we were created by God, the scripture says, with purpose, uniqueness, created by God. Not an accident, no one. We are all created by God in God's image. As we look back, as we were talking with the the kids today up front. The story out of the Old Testament book of Exodus of Moses leading the Israelites out of Egypt, you know, going from slavery into freedom. But then before they know it, Pharaoh and his army are bearing down on them, and all of a sudden they are stuck between the figurative rock and a hard place. Between the Egyptians on one side and the Red Sea on the other. The message that we see in chapter 14 of Exodus is not to fight or flight, but there's a different way. God's way. And I want to read just these these two verses, very important verses. Moses answered the people, Do not be afraid. Stand firm. And you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. 
The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. So you see, in stark contrast to fight or flight in crisis moments, the Lord says, stand firm and be still. This is so unique. This is not the word of the world. This is the word of God. Don't run into the fight, but don't run away from it either. Hmm. There's this middle ground, this middle space that God is calling us to. To not rush into that fight, but not to flee and save your own skin and run the other way either. When we are surprised by crisis moments, it's like the world around us and that voice within us is either yelling, fight, mm-hmm. don't hold back, or that voice out there or in here is saying, run, run for your life. Voice is saying, don't just stand there. But then we hear from God, Stand there. Stand there. Firmly. With faith. Be still, knowing that God is with you, will fight for you with whatever you've been through. Today, we're highlighting the truth of God in the crisis moments of our lives. And we all go through them. Many crisis moments, many difficulties, many pains. I come back to Psalm 46, verse 10, a lot. God says, be still and know that I am God. His strong voice and reassuring presence gives us peace within the storm. When we hear this word about stand and be still, I want to tell you, it's not stand there and do nothing. That's not what we're saying. It's not stand there and do nothing. It's stand there and be still enough to pray. To pray. To get your composure about yourself 
not to react negatively. And then you are in a place and in a space where you can assess what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do. Stand there for just a little bit. Don't rush into things. Have you ever noticed when we rush into things, <laughs> we let our emotions get the best of us, things usually don't turn out very well. When we let our, our emotions loose, when we let our words fly, we can't take them back. We're in a culture now that is very busy and reactive. When we begin to be controlled by busy and reactive, it's easy to fight or flight to escape what we are dealing with. It becomes easy to fight or to flight in situations and relationships. Often making trouble when there is no need for it. Or it's easy to escape and not deal with it. But when we do that, we often miss out on what God is trying to do within our situation. When we try to battle it ourselves or we run in fear, we miss out on the glorious thing God wants to do. See, if the Israelites would have done that, they would have missed out. Missed out on seeing the glory of God in parting the Red Sea and them going from slavery to freedom. Now for just a moment, I just quick little moment here. I know I'm talking about the fight or flight, but just a quick moment on the fight part. Because just I don't know. Sometimes it seems like this area, maybe with what we're he hearing, media, and all, just all that we experience, seems to be the outward uh, thing that happens so quickly. At the fight. Uh, so quick word here, don't ever let someone else become your enemy. Never. Don't go there. Don't let anyone else, the face of this earth, be an enemy. It's not God's way. The Bible is clear. Hear this. The Bible is clear that our true enemies, they're not people. Don't make it about someone else. Our true enemies consist of the devil in the world, the evil all around us, and the sin within us. These are the enemies. These are the things that we are to fight with and contend with. The devil, evil around us, and even the sin within us. Fight these enemies with your faith. 
Don't fight with one another. All right. Think for a moment about how much reactive fight or flight that we see around us or that we, truth be told, struggle with ourselves. I want to just give a few examples here. When marriage is not going so well, yeah, that happens. <laughs> Anyone just get married, you, you find out. Okay? Doesn't always go well, right? There's ups and there are downs. Uh, so many people then fight. They fight. Or they're like, hey, hey, look, the grass seems greener on the other side. And then after the fight, often comes the flight. Leaving the very relationship that we vowed to be in. How about kids and parents? We have some kids in here, in the sanctuary, right? Kids and or some even older kids still have our parents, okay? Uh, there could be problems between us, and we can be quick to fight, you know, or quick to flight emotionally and just kind of give up on working it out. Ah, the family. I just, just, you leave, you fight, but then you flight. I, I just can't, I can't deal with this. And then, in the families, you create more separation and more misunderstanding. Talking about politics, I've had a little bit of this uh, threaded through today. Uh, it's easy to fight or flight. We either argue our views, you know, getting frustrated by the minute, if we do that, or we take flight, we flee the conversation, like, I'm not, not getting into politics. I'm out of here. So we all have relationships and situations where fighting or fleeing is the easier thing to do. That's what it is. It's easier to do that. But choose not to fight or to take flight. Choose to stand still, having your trust in God and respect for the other person, even if they see things a little differently. And stay, you know, stay put within the relationship or the situation and learn and grow through it as a disciple of Jesus. So as we close, what about you today? We've got to bring this home. We've got to make it real for each of us. In what situations or relationships have you been Fighting or flighting? So, what you think about that? In what situations in recent times or relationships have you been fighting or flighting? Are you able to stop 
for a moment and just consider what God is doing in the midst of it all. To not rush into the fight, nor run away from the problem. Because we're good at doing both those things. We're good at it. It's easy. Just mm, fight for my own rights, assert myself, or just run away from the problem. Resist the urge to turn to excessive worry and fear. Stand firm in your faith and lean into God. Lean into God who will bring about deliverance in the proper time. The deliverance for what you're going through. Realize that in every crisis, every problem, every battle, that the God of the Israelites is also your God who fights for you and will bring you victory. Victory and love as we trust in him. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, for each of us here, we struggle on different levels with these different things. It can be hard to be still. Outwardly and, yes, inwardly. With all that we are facing in life. Help us to stand firm. In every relationship and in every situation from here going forward. Help us not to fight where the fight is not needed. Help us not to take flight and just to escape and run away from our problems. Help us to stay right there with you, you right there with us in the midst of it. To help us deal with it and to know you are with us and you are for us. And for those around us that we would be reconciled, that we would be brought together and unified in your perfect and powerful love. It's in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen.